everybody, welcome back to another episode of Biz Time with Asia. This is episode 205. And with me right now, I have Paige Schmidt from Healthy Hits a Spot and Amy Young from Amy Young. <laughs> and today on this fifth episode, we are talking about our very, very humble beginnings. And we really want to encourage you guys that these humble beginnings are such an awesome, fun time of growth. And so we just wanted to share with you the fun and awesome things that we did at the very, very beginning and how they got us to where we are today. But before we start, I want to introduce you guys, if you're not familiar with Paige or with Amy, you definitely should be. So I will put the mic over to you. Hi, I'm Paige from Healthy Hits the Spot. I'm a health coach and blogger, and I help women. Um, I teach women to eat intuitively and make peace with food and ditch diets for good. Heck yeah. Hi, I'm Amy Young. I am a life coach, dating and relationship coach, and I have a YouTube channel uh, devoted to dating and relationship advice and female empowerment, and I also just talk about all kinds of fun, juicy hilarious life things. stuff and hilarious things. I am hilarious. You are hilarious. <laughs> you are so funny. I wanted, before we got started, um, to talk about how we kind of all met, just to, again, encourage you guys really to put yourself out there because the friendships that I've made with these two women um, has been so life-changing and all of it came from like us all putting ourselves out there, right? Mm-hmm. So Paige and I met at a coffee shop. Paige put herself out there first <laughs> and she overheard us talking about blogging and she's like, I'm a blogger, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then way long story short, she ended up also being my neighbor and now we get together every morning and we've been like, feel like we've been lifelong friends. It's only been like just a year, which is so crazy. It's crazy. And Amy has like this amazing YouTube channel, amazing newsletter, blog, etc. Um, I felt like she was the most famous person on the planet. So obsessed with her. Not true. Only YouTuber I ever watched. And I emailed her and was like, I think you're so amazing. If you ever want photos, let me know. And then she wrote me back. <laughs> It was one of the best days of my life. And then she flew out here and we did photos and now we're best friends. It's so great. And now she's been out here for a month to see um, if she wants to live here. And it's just so crazy to think like that we didn't know each other like a year ago. I know. That just blows my mind it's sometimes. super mind-blowing. And it's like the friendships that you guys can make like not even just in your industry, but just with other business owners is truly life changing. It's not just like, Oh, this is good for my business, mm-hmm. but it's just good for like your life to mm-hmm. be connecting with people like that. So like, don't be scared. Don't be scared to reach out to people because it's been so awesome and life changing. So I'm so glad that you guys are here today. You guys already know that, but again, what we're talking about is humble beginnings. So we've just been like talking about this a bunch. So since Amy's been here, we've just been talking about like our life stories, um, and how we started our businesses and how we see other people starting their businesses and saying like, Oh, when we, like if we could tell people when they're starting, like what, um, they could be doing differently, et cetera. We're like, do for me, it's almost like, it's okay. Everything you're doing is great. And Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, don't be, don't be scared. Um, and so we're kind of making a list of all like the funny things that we used to do when we were first starting. And, um, you guys can share some of those things. They're so fun to think about. And I know a lot of you guys' stories, so I think they're so fun. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, and I also remember when Amy replied to you and you were like, I reached out to this girl and she has a YouTube channel and she wrote me back and now she might be coming through. It was wild and crazy. So it was fun. so exciting. Mm-hmm. It was my so blog started, and this is Paige, my blog started because my best friend and I used to send each other photos of our food like text each other got that. photos of our food mm-hmm. and that's such an interesting thing we both like love to cook it was me and Kayla <laughs> and um oh. I found like that found out that tumblr existed and mm-hmm. I was like how fun would it be if we both like started blogs we can make them private and we'll just like 
the pictures that we send each other, we'll just post there and we can tell each other how we made things. <laughs> and so we did like one picture and then the next post I did, I was like inspired by my philosophy class. And so my second <laughs> blog post ever is like this epiphany that I had in my philosophy class, which has nothing to do with what I do now. And, um, the more I started posting the pictures, I decided just to like unlock my make blog it and make it public. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I started getting like a couple of likes, and I was like, "What the heck? Like people who I don't know could see this." Mm -hmm. This was before Instagram or anything. When like was that? it? How many years ago? This was in like the very beginning of 2011. Okay, okay, maybe like end of 2010. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and. I just started like interacting with these people and my food and thought it was so fun. And so then I decided to like write out my story and I decided I could use it as like a platform to reach out to women and got super inspired and then started just doing and it going, every going, day. Going. That's so crazy to think it could start like just like that. Yeah. But at that point in time, were you like, you weren't thinking like, this could be a business. Right. No, like it never no, even entered together. Yeah, yeah. I only knew of one other blog. Ever. Like, I didn't even know that blogging <laughs> ever existed. was a thing. I didn't know it was a thing. Yeah. yeah. That's why when people were, like, liking my post, it was like, we were well, confused by like, it. I was so like, I, I got a note in my post. <laughs> like, that's what it was called. You got a note. <laughs> yeah. So crazy. I was thinking about, like, the first, like, I my, the podcast before this one was talking about, like, how I started with everything. And it took me so long to realize that photography for me was a business. Like, oh, I was yeah. Like, oh, I just like taking pictures. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just what I'm doing out here. I'm not, like, I don't have a business. Like, didn't cross my mind for so, so long. Like, I had, like, invested, put in money into it, take cl took, taking classes. Took in classes? Taking mm -hmm. classes. I had taken classes. <laughs> and still, I was like, oh, like, oh, my God. This has been like this this whole time. And it's so funny to to realize what you've been doing and like you're following your kind of passions and then realizing like, Oh my gosh, I just like made something so cool for myself. Yeah. I always, I wish I had a really good metaphor for this, but it's like, I always think about it. It's kind of like, I think the things that we're most naturally uh, talented and skilled in mm -hmm. and the things that we're really interested in, we tend to kind of just take it for granted because it's for so much sure. a part of who we are. Yes. Like I never, it never even, well, one, I've like you started my YouTube channel, just like, as an outlet for me mm -hmm. and I thought it would be fun. And then like, you know, a year and a half later realized that I had all these videos that I'd done on dating and relationship mm -hmm. stuff, mm -hmm. which like was never even something I thought about. Right. And then I didn't even realize until like after that, I think until I started coaching, like a friend of mine or something was like, well, yeah, Amy, like you're the girl that everybody would go to when they're having boy trouble. And, like, and I was like, I am. And in my mind, I'm like, but everybody uh -huh. is like that. Like uh -huh. in the same way that I imagine on some level, maybe you were like, well, yeah, people just take pictures of their food or something. Or it's yeah, just, just like, right. people just take like, you guys are like, friends. I never have heard I've of never, sending yeah. food pictures. No, I would friends. never. <laughs> literally never. <laughs> and like, you're just like, totally. Photographs are really, really important. Everybody does. But yeah. they're not, this stuff isn't important to everybody. Mm -hmm. Like not mm -hmm. everybody was fascinated by like <laughs> dating and like right. the male and female psyche. But right. I didn't realize about that, my, that about myself uh -huh. Uh -huh. because it was just how I was wired. I have another example of that John, who was like so good about like talking to mm -hmm. people about like sports and making things super interesting. Mm -hmm. We're always like, you need to have a show. You always tell me. Yeah. You do think. And yes. like, you should have a podcast just about sports. And he's like, no, everybody will. I'm like, literally no, no other people. It's, it's just you. Yeah. And it is weird. You're kind of like in your own, um, this, there's like a metaphor for like the trees and bark or something. Like you're too Ooh. close to the trees to see the bark. Is that what it is? You're, or like you just works. see the, that sounds great to me. Um, something about bark in the yeah. forest. You're so close to the that bark that you can't see the forest. It's okay. also like the, um, 
the this is water. Do you guys know that really famous mm. speech? Everyone should just write this down. Okay, this great. This is this, this, this later. <laughs> this is water, and it's a commencement speech by David Foster Wallace. But in the beginning, he tells a story about like, and it's like a, I guess it's an old joke. It's mm. not very funny, <laughs> but it's like two goldfish are swimming around, like two young goldfish are swimming around in the water. And um, they're just like going about their business, and an old goldfish goes by and goes like, "Oh, hey boys, like how's water today?" <laughs> and the young goldfish are like, "What's water?" Because like they're they don't even get oh, it because it's just their it's surroundings. Just how they are there. That's, That's so funny. It's so cool to see people like the light bulb switch with them, and they're like, "Wait, I've always loved to do that, and I'm really good at mm-hmm. it." And like now I realize this can be a thing. But you know what that takes is other people. Like, it takes a lot like, of stuff. It takes yeah. so many but things. But it takes like other people being like, "Hey, like." That's, yes. that's different and cool. And like, I appreciate it and et cetera, et cetera. Um, like the first photo shoot that I had, I was like, wait a minute, my photos are like way better than my friends or mm-hmm. taking pictures mm-hmm. of me. Um, and then being like, wait, we like Asia's photos way better than the other ones that we all took. And I would have like never really even noticed. I was like, Oh, we're all just having fun. Um, and then people, I remember people would ask me before I started charging, like, how can I pay you to do a photo shoot for me? And I was like, uh, you can pay $12. <laughs> like, yeah, $12. Do you, have to? <laughs> yeah. do you have to pay me? Um, and I like, I remember I didn't even set a price. Like, I was like, just whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I remember someone paid me $300 for taking pictures of their dogs. And I went and bought frames from the dollar store. I remember you told me that. That's what I did. I went to his house and I was like, <laughs> I had like six pictures that I printed out. I didn't even show him the other and ones. You put them in frames. And I put them in frames from the dollar store. <laughs> like that's what he would want you. To and then I <laughs> and then I wrapped them in like probably tissue paper from the dollar did store. Did he like them? He loved them. There you go. He gave me three hundred dollars. I thought he was going to give me like that's awesome. Fifty, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. have been like stoked. And I was like, <gasps> oh my god, I can like pay my rent. I can like do so many things. Yeah. Three hundred dollars. I was that's thrilled. So- Um, But I think this is a good, like, something that's good for anyone out there. Because sometimes I listen to podcast episodes and people are talking about, like, how they figured things out. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, great. But, like, I'm in the (laughs) middle of it and I don't know anything. And I think that you're bringing up a really good point, which, like, asking people that you love and trust Mm -hmm. um, and you're very close to, like, what are my strengths? Yeah. Or, like, what would you come to me for? Mm Mm-hmm which is a vulnerable question to ask, totally. but like people will have answers. Yeah. Like I can't think of anyone. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anyone in my life that if they came to me and they're like, what do you think I'm good at? I would have answers mm-hmm. for all of them. Totally. And I guarantee they would not be things that they would think about themselves. Right. right. Totally. So I have a friend who, um, she makes, she's like a sociology. She has a degree in sociology. She might be behavior something. She works with kids. Um, but Ashley, and she loves baking. And John the was like, you should start a bakery. Like she legit bakes every single day, like Oreo cheesecakes and things like that. And she's like, I've never thought about that. And I was like, what? That's How have amazing. you never thought about that? Yeah. Like, that's amazing. But I think people think they have to know what they're doing in business mm-hmm. before they can start a thing. Don't no. know. Don't, don't know. know. I don't have another know. example about that. Um, at the time I was living with a couple of girlfriends And this is like at the time that I was starting my blog and I was in school for nursing and Mm. I really wanted to change my career because I felt like, I think I'm just doing nursing because my mom was a nurse and it's the only thing that I know and it feels safe. And my friend asked me to write down all of the things that excite me to talk about. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like write down what you're really good at. It yeah. was like just write down what excites you. That's good too. Yeah, yeah. That's really good. I wrote down blogging, taking photos, teaching, nutrition, like all mm-hmm. these different things. All and I still have this list at my house. <gasps> That's so cool. And every single thing on this list ties into what I'm now doing. Right. Which yeah. at the time I had no idea that that was giving yeah. me any direction. I was just trying to like pay attention to mm-hmm. what I had fun with and what excited me. Mm-hmm. that's really good there's a quote yeah. that's like 
your random um, passions, your, like are not accidents, are not accidents, or your calling, yeah. or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Like it's not, or your passions aren't random. There's something coming, something about like your you differentiate yourself by like all the different things that you like. Like you could, you might not like teaching people, or you might not like taking pictures, or whatever. But all of that turned into your blog, and missing mm-hmm. one of those would have been a whole different path, right. which is so interesting. But when I first started, I was like. I liked the, my first photo shoot was with a college graduation senior. And I was like, this is what I like. Like, mm-hmm. I like that. Like, I feel like this girl is so accomplished and so well on her way, but my photos specifically made her feel so good about herself, mm-hmm. even though she had so many other reasons to feel great about herself. It was just like a unique way. And that's what I was like. This is specifically what I love. I mean, I didn't know that at the time still, no. but if someone would have asked me, like write down all the things, like what, who asked you to do that? Um, my friend Kristen. That's just so nice. Good I, friend. I remember Seriously. standing in the kitchen and I was like, I'm so torn. I don't know what mm-hmm. I want to do yeah. with my life, basically. And she's like, what really excites you? Like, what can you just like, when you sit down with someone and they ask you a question about mm-hmm. something, like, what could you talk about forever? Forever. And my answer was nutrition. And then yeah. she's like, okay, like, go and write like a list of like all the things yeah. you liked. Yeah. And people like... I think like when I tell, if I were to ask that question to John and I, he would be like, I love sports and I love talking to people. I'm like, basically that's it. Like <laughs> dog maybe. Um, he would be like, well, I can't like yes. do anything with that. Yeah. Like that's dumb. Mm-hmm. Like maybe John wouldn't say that, but like, it does sound like if, I, if me in 2010, if you were like, if I asked me what I liked, I'm like, I like college graduation and photography. Um, I would have been like, so like, who cares? I can't do anything with that. It's not like, important enough. But like, not, uh, yeah. it's the only thing that's important. <laughs> right. Like you have to be able to sustain, like you have to really, really like it if you want to, or whatever you're doing, you have to really, really love it. And people are like, oh, well I should be an accountant because like, that's like a safe option. Um, only if you really love accounting should you be an accountant. Actually, no, Mimi used to be an accountant, the bar method girl. You never know where things are going to lead you. You have no idea. You have no idea. This is making me think of, I was thinking about this all this week because I watched the new, um, I watched the David Blaine special. Mm -hmm. He was like the crazy magician, Mm -hmm. like total nut job. (laughs) And I was thinking about, and he talked in the, in his last special, he talked about how like when he was a little boy, he saw this random video from like the forties of like an illusionist guy who could drink water and kerosene and then like light things on fire and like, and, like regurgitate the kerosene. That's <laughs> and crazy. he was like, I was obsessed with this video. Mm-hmm. Like he was like, I was obsessed with this video. It's all I wanted to do. And I was thinking about like what it would have been like <laughs> if when David Blaine was like 16, mm-hmm. he's like obsessed with this video. He wants to figure it out, but he was like, but like, that's such so a, and literally that is the dumbest thing to, in my <laughs> opinion, to be like obsessed right. with. And before, right. and like David Blaine, and who's the other one? The David Copperfield? Is he also a magician? Yeah. Okay. That like, we know about magicians because of them. Yeah. So before them, before we knew that was even a thing, that would sound pretty dumb. It sounds absurd. It's the dumbest. It's like, and I'm sure he talks to people and they were like, that David Blaine guy's nuts. (laughs) And all he does is hang out in his room and play with cards. (laughs) He's going to like live in his mom's basement (laughs) forever. Yes. And like, and I was just like, I'm so glad that David Blaine was like obsessive and weird because (laughs) if he hadn't been... I wouldn't be watching what the special and being fascinated. He, guys, he puts cards inside the pieces of fruit. <laughs> like, he is, I think David Blaine actually is magic. We're getting off topic. But, like, but, right, like, you have to green light yourself. Like, yep. you have to be like, this is valid. This is important. This mm-hmm. makes me happy. I mm-hmm. like doing this. I'm good at this. Right. I'm, I want to be better at this. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing, mm-hmm. too. It's like, you know, like, people talk about what you're, like, your zone of genius okay, yeah. is a thing, like, which it's like what you're good at, what people, something that people want yes. and like what's kind of easy for you or what right. comes naturally right. to you. But it's also like, 
you know, when it comes to any skill, like you've talked about this before that your photographs in the beginning were horrible, but I think that you were saying like, you have, like, those are the prerequisites. Like you have to really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't know how you would like reframe, like other people have to want it, I guess, because even with like with David Blaine, he didn't know. The Nobody. Want yeah. That's true. Yeah, so I feel like it could be like, that's entertaining. With that, that's very true. But I don't um, know what something like with the internet. I'm like, everybody wants everything. Everybody wants everything. So like, just there's know that that's a real thing. There's something for everyone. Yeah. Like you can embroider pillows. Somebody makes their entire living off of embroidering yeah. pillows. Right. Um, and so you have to like, really like it. You have to have like some sort of natural skill, I guess, but you really have to like disregard the measurements of all that. Like don't pay attention to like anything that now would be like views or likes Mm-mm. or anything like that. You have to like, like what if you were like, nobody's looking at my Tumblr page. Like I can't do this. It's like, you right. just have to like, you have to just, just start and yeah. just keep doing yeah, it. Just start. And yeah. it doesn't need to be perfect. And I always um, tell people like when they're starting, like stay in your own lane, because if you start mm-hmm. comparing what you're doing to someone else, like what you're doing might not look as perfect as someone else, but mm-hmm. they've been doing it for like six years. Totally. Yeah. Like I go back and look at blog posts from like four years ago and I'm like, interesting choice of like photos <laughs> that I chose to like weave through like that. They kind of have nothing to do with the post, uh-huh, but like uh-huh. that post had like, <laughs> share something. Okay. Um, like engagement and helped me like further connect with my audience. Yeah. yeah. Like had a meaning, but mm-hmm. now when I look back it. So when I was transitioning from when I started, I would like run to my computer every mm-hmm. time I ate something for daily eats and I would like post about it. So right. I would post like four, five times a day. And then when I got like my fancier camera, I was like, I need to post more photos of this <laughs> one thing. So I remember one morning my mom told me, she's like, Paige, I just saw like 16 pictures of your eggs and toast in your blog post this morning. But it was like every angle of my blogs and toast. My blogs and toast. Mm, <laughs> to blogs and toast. Of my eggs and toast. Because yeah. I would use it to like break up the word. Right, right. Like sentence eggs. Sentence eggs. Like, There's so much to say. Yeah. Like, but like, but you had to do that. Totally. Yeah. Like you had to like do that too. I always say like, you have to put like clay on the table to yep. like start molding it into yep. being something. You can't yep. be like, here's a structure like right away. Right. You have to start with something and then figure out like where to go from there. Yeah. You have to do something. I was thinking about blogs and toast, which would be a really cute name of something. <laughs> oh, I don't sorry, know like, what. Like, so it blogs yes. with two G's like eggs. Oh my oh God. My and God. the O could be like a little egg. We just started Hashtag someone's career. So, yes. <laughs> you guys are so welcome. I Please somebody start that. I have an image in the back of my brain that I cannot get rid of now that you talked about John and sports and his dog. Like he's going to have a YouTube channel yep. and it's going to be him yep. and his dog. Like I see him like dressed up in like a Santa hat and his dog is like a oh scarf on gosh. and they're talking about sports. That's so <laughs> funny. I picture like a cartoon. Like him and Rocky could be like posed like cartoon. That'll be like the thing. We're starting a whole business. It could be blogs and toast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that reminds me of something I wanted to bring up is that when I first started, I was really, really caught up in like having not a brand because I didn't really know what a brand meant at that time. To me, brand meant like a low and a name mm-hmm. and so my first thing was a crow photography and then I think because people used to call me a crow because of j-lo 
like Jennifer oh Lopez. Oh, I love it. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> um, and then I had like a crow as a logo and I had like a friend like sketch it out and I did all these things. And then when I finally had it, I thought it was like so amazing. And I made pens and like notepads and stickers and all these crazy things on like Vista French or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, now I'm a real business mm-hmm. owner. I have a logo and I have swag and I'm like so excited. No capital in my business, but like $400 on all of these things, um, which I of course use later and then changed my brand like almost immediately. But I also think that those things are so important. Like I remember some of the first things once, once I like stopped nursing school mm-hmm. with the, um, health coaching route, like something that made me feel professional in the beginning was mm-hmm. going to office depot, like getting a planner, getting like a bag that I could like carry yes. my laptop in and like some manila folders and mm-hmm. new pens. And yeah. I was like, Oh my God. And I have a yellow legal yes. pad. Yeah. I feel I'm so official. So official. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know what's, and, and like, like a few new shirts. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, and I am so professional. I, yeah. I, I like kind of mock myself being like, look at you thinking you're so professional, but because I felt professional, I acted more professional right. for sure. Mm-hmm. And that like True. made me feel confident to say like, yeah, I have a website. It's acrophotography.com. Yeah. And like, you can go check it out with my crow. And I felt so professional and that made like my business grow. If I was like, I'm not going to buy pens because that's stupid, then I wouldn't have felt professional regardless of if I really was or not. Mm-hmm. It really like, it was so fake it till, until you make it. Like that's like been my whole business is like, you just go out there and you pretend that you're the best and like you will therefore then act like you are the best and so get great. closer to being the best. And then the reason I didn't do acro photography anymore is everybody's acro photography. Acro. So that I was doing like yoga photos. Or oh something. my gosh. Isn't that so, so funny? Because no, like when you, it's A C R O, which is a word which is acro. So right. people would be like so confused by it. <laughs> so, and I'm like, okay, so true. I just need to change this. Actually, it was Alex Beaton who was like, I think. I'm pretty sure she was like, you just need to be, just need to be Asia Croson. Because if you're acro photography, that's not you. And it's just photography. And so like, if you ever wanted to branch out with that, which at the time I was like, all I want to do is photography your whole life. Right. She's like, you just need to be Asia Croson yeah. so that right. it can be, which like, thank God, not like thank God as if it would have been the worst thing in the world. Right. But because of that, I've been able to start the podcast and do mm-hmm. all these different things, have the magazine, um, instead of just being like limited to, to Asia Croson. And I feel like you guys' things are the same. Like, Healthy Hits a Spot isn't, like, Healthy Hits a Spot, coachfoodbloggingonly.com, you know? Right, I feel like right, it really right. encompasses a lot of things. And right. with Amy Young Coaching, it's yeah. the same. Which I literally only chose because I was getting a website and I, like, had to make a decision. <laughs> I, I, to I just had so to great. choose. Uh-huh. And and I was like, I will choose this mm-hmm. because this is my name. This is what it's the easiest <laughs> thing to do. Because I was, I was yeah. driving myself crazy. And I have so many friends who are coaches and, you know, and I work with entrepreneurs and coaches mm-hmm. and stuff who are like, oh, just like killing themselves uh, over yeah. like, what do I call this? Mm-hmm. And, um, it's that's such like an annoying, right. stressful place to be. These like, are the things that like trip you up in the beginning. It's like thinking that you need to spend so much energy on these decisions, which like are important, but but not, not as important as doing the work. That's exactly. what I always say. Like, right. you know, like I do think I think that like doing things to make yourself feel more professional mm-hmm. or doing things that you feel like take you to the next level. Mm-hmm. Like those things are important, mm-hmm. but not more. They're equally or in my opinion, kind of like less important than actually like putting in the hours. Um, um, it actually like is. if you're a photographer, you need to take a lot of photos. Yes. If you're a coach, you need to coach a lot of people. Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you're David Blaine, you need to drink mm-hmm. a lot of kerosene. Mm-hmm. Like David Blaine couldn't just go get like, I'm a magician business card. <laughs> yeah. like, so true. Yeah, I'm kind of so going true. through this right now, like 
I'm kind of in the humble beginning stage of like making my e-course and I am stressing about what to call it. Like, oh, like, yeah. remember like a couple weeks ago? It's never over. That's oh my God. Thing. It's, it's always, never this is how it goes. Oh my yeah. God. The humble beginnings continue and continue. Yeah. Like, but, and I couldn't, like, I'm exactly in that spot where I'm telling other people not to be in where I was like, I don't want to call it. I don't want to call it. I don't want to call, call it. And then I can't produce any content because I'm like so stressed about what it should be called. Mm-hmm. And it's such a block. And like, and I just want to be like, I'm just going to call it. It, literally anything. I'm just gonna look at something and be like, it's called Starbucks Red Cup E-Course. <laughs> that is yeah. what it's called. Blogs and toast. It's called Blogs and toast. And it's like so stressful and you like, you overanalyze things and it's like, I think it's a perfectionism thing for everyone. For and, sure. You, know, you want it to be like the perfect thing but one, not that it doesn't matter, but the work matters more. Like Amazon, Amazon's name is Amazon. I wouldn't look at Amazon and be like, oh, that's the biggest retailer of goods in America, mm-hmm. the planet. Right. Amazon is a forest and whatever. Right. I understand the underlying meaning or whatever, but um, like it, it doesn't matter as much as the work that you do underneath it, which I think is super important. I didn't have a business so name before I was doing true. it. And you didn't have a business name before you were doing stuff either. Mm-hmm. Um, like the work is the most important thing. And um so in that, that free mini course that I'm making, which I have named, but might change again, because here we are still in humble beginnings. That's the first thing I tell people is step one, do a lot of work. Just like, that's what you need to do. And actually nowhere in there do I say, now name your business and make it perfect. Right? You know, that's not part of it at all. You can change your mind. Yes. Something that always helped me and still helps me from Mm -hmm. the beginning was to set up the expectation for myself that I was leaving room for improvement Mm -hmm. because like I could, it excited me to know that like, I could always like design my blog really professionally mm-hmm. like later. Like yeah. now mm-hmm. I'll just start with what I have and I'll yes. just get started. Yes. I can always name my six month program something fancy later. For yes. now I'll just call it a six month program. Right, right. And um that's really a good yep. point. Yes, yeah. I and like I have it. to still remember that now yeah. because now we were talking about this a little bit last night. I'm like, okay, it's been for almost five years, I feel like I'm kind of like in the business. So like, what is the improvement in right, the future? Right. But I have to continue to remind myself, like, I'll just do this thing that feels good now mm-hmm. and set the expectation that I'm going to also get to improve yes. later yes. in the future. We were talking about this because I was telling her, so Amy and I had talked about this podcast a couple of days ago and we were saying like, God, how much fun was it in the beginning? Like when yeah. we were just doing literally whatever we wanted, yeah. we had like no expectation and tell us about your thing with the bubble. Oh, well, I was saying, like, yeah, and I was saying that it's, like, I have such nostalgia for that time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In, like, when I, like, didn't know what I was doing. Right. Yes. Also, though, if you transported me back there, I, I was not, like, <laughs> actually, like, loving every day, but when I look back, <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm like, that was so, so great, but that's something okay. I try and remind myself, I, I call it, like, instant nostalgia, like, I'll look at myself and be mm-hmm. like, you will miss this exact moment yes. in your business, you yes. will miss this exact moment in your mm-hmm. life, so enjoy it right now. Yeah. Um, oh, that makes my heart. Like, like oh, we'll miss this someday. Yeah, we so will. Yeah. When we're all famous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I was talking about how, like, because at that time to me, nothing was established. Mm-hmm. Nothing, everything, whether I realized it or not, there were so many possibilities. And it felt like I was just in this little bubble where it was kind of just me following these breadcrumbs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. towards a business that I didn't even know existed. Right. Yes. Right. And yes. it was like, exactly. exactly. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. We were talking about this last night. <laughs> yeah. You're explaining it yeah. like, better than I'm what it was. thinking. <laughs> it was so good. But, right. Like, so it mm-hmm. was like just me and now I'm in a very different place. I mean, it's such a cool place mm-hmm. where like, I actually do have responsibilities right. and people who are counting on me and I have mm-hmm. structures and systems in place and it like you know people who help me run things and mm-hmm. it's like and that's amazing and mm-hmm. that's what I wanted but I'm like oh that was so great like so, when it mm-hmm. was just me and I wasn't 
you know, and I didn't have, I wasn't responsible to anybody right. except like myself right. and like right. what I was curious about or what I thought would be fun yeah. to do. And like, um, I just think it's important to just like really appreciate yeah. that beginning. So you were saying that you felt like you were in a bubble and I was saying, I felt the opposite yeah. because when we first, when I first started, I felt like just flat the whole, like I had the whole world to go wherever I wanted do anything. I could photograph anything. I could photograph dogs. I could photograph like whatever I yeah. wanted. I was like just taking pictures of everything. I had no style, no reputation. It didn't matter. And now I feel like I'm in a bubble because now I have a reputation and I have a style mm -hmm. and like people, that's like, true. That that's, kind of thing, yeah. You it's, know? it's a different, it's kind of a different, yeah. um, like if it was like a video game, it would be like a more complex level. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but it's still We're that like in the beginning, like chasing like bread kind yes. of like yeah. excitement of like totally. this, like I'm only in the beginning and this has so much room to grow. Yes. And so like everything ahead of you is good. Yes. And then you like grow so much and you have to remind yourself that like, I'm still going to grow so yeah. much yes. in the future. Yes. It's hard to not be like, okay, here I am. Yeah. What is my favorite, one of my favorite verses? Did I put it in this one? It's in Zechariah. And I just, I said it in the last podcast oh, as yeah. well. And I don't have it written down, but I think it's like, do not despise these small beginnings for the Lord rejoices in them or something like <gasps> it, that. It's like having to see the work begin. It's, it's having to see the work begin. Said, yeah. Yes. And I think that Which that is like, like the fact that I could just quote any part of it. I am so <laughs> Dude, high five on that girl. Um, <laughs> I know one verse and I only know it because it's my uh, internet password and I did that intentionally. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> but maybe I'll make this one now because I think every time I hear that voice I get the same like heart swelling nostalgia feeling about like the Lord does rejoice the Lord rejoices oh, in the no. beginnings but like we do too. Like right. Even like you're saying, even if you went back in the time, you don't feel like mm -hmm. it's super fun. You're like, oh, you're just dragging your feet. That this, like the beginning of your business is so much fun because you can like, what did I say? Like throw up glitter and just like catch yes. something and yeah. see what it is. Yeah. But it's so fun to throw up glitter. I can't just be throwing up glitter all the damn time now. I can't do that anymore. I kind of want to. Let's spend right. the rest of just doing throwing that. Throwing glitter. Yeah, just have fun. Do I love the point that you're bringing up, which is something that I think that like, is uh probably like a mindset <laughs> that I know I could spend more time in which is like there's there, you can change it at any point in time and uh -huh. you can improve it at any point in time yes. and there's always room because like even now I'll catch myself you know I have a couple ideas for things I want to do in the new year and I have I'll have an aspect of it like oh I would love to write that script for uh -huh. this idea for this thing I want to create and then I'll start thinking like but what would I call it or like I uh -huh. don't know how to do the tech side of that yeah, or yeah. like what would I price it at? Or yeah. like, how do I know that people want? And it's, and I love what you're saying about like, if you want to just write the program, just write the program. Just write the program. Mm -hmm. Just do it. You yeah. It, change it later. Yes. Like, if you want to embroider pillows, like embroider just go pillows. get some awesome embroidery stuff and, and then embroider that. some pillows. We talked like, about this in the, um, like the five ways to get re-inspired, I think in that podcast or whichever one. I, I know my podcast episodes, nobody can. Um, but I was thinking about like, you, you have all these questions. And so now I kind of like want to amend that because I was like, ask yourself all the questions when you're just trying to get started on a project, right? Mm -hmm. Like well, who can do it with me? I what can I that. do? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But if that's overwhelming, you just need to start with something, yep. anything in yep. there. Like yep. any of those questions you can start with. Um, but don't get like tripped up and thinking that those are like, it's necessary to start in the middle. But if the middle feels good to you, like if you felt like the middle was writing the content for whatever mm -hmm. you're talking about, then do that part first. Yeah. And then you can come back to what would be quote unquote the beginning of it and then name it from the beginning. But just need to do the work. Like we were just taking pictures. You were just food blogging. You were so just making videos before we knew what that was. You don't have to know what it is. And it was years. Like that's the exactly. other thing that I, I remind myself sometimes. I'm like it for like two years, I think I had like 600 subscribers mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. like, I had still had no idea right. what I was doing and I wasn't, con I like, I was consistent enough that I was like 
doing videos regularly, but not like every week. Right. Like I wasn't. You didn't have like a structure. No. Like, I mean, it was so wild. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Like, I'm so, I think about my business a lot in the pivotal moments that were like in it. Oh my God. I can't wait to hear because I love this. Like a tipping point. (laughs) You guys are both like, um, like a tipping point in your business because like that, that does happen. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like you work, work, work. And then like overnight one day you wake up and you're like, I'm a millionaire and have a successful business. But there are some points where like you realize like that was, you don't realize it at the time, but in the future you look back and you're like, Whoa, that was a game changer. So like, what are like the game changing things for you? The one that came up for me was when I was still living in New York and I was thinking about moving uh, back home to Boston Mm -hmm. to essentially start my business. Mm -hmm. I remember at that time I was having a really hard time being consistent with my YouTube channel and I had built up all of these extremely legitimate reasons for why (laughs) it was so hard for me to upload one video a week. (laughs) It was so hard and it was because I had roommates and I didn't have good lighting and Mm -hmm. not enough time to write and like, and oh, the editing and like my camp, like just stuff that but in the time at the time I was like this is legit so I told myself you know what like you'll go home to Boston for a couple weeks and you're gonna get there and like you're just gonna make all these videos and like you're gonna and that that'll be like the solution to Mm -hmm. it and I got my ass to Boston and it was the same stupid (laughs) thing where I was like oh no like I also feel resistant to making videos here for some reason Mm -hmm. like I'm still making those excuses that Mm -hmm. I was making in York, this is not a geographic problem. Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. this is something that I either need to like tackle and nip in the bud and just do no matter what the circumstances are, or I'm just not going to do it. And it was like a total Mm -hmm. Uh like face the music, stop kidding yourself. You upload a video every Monday, whether you want to or not. Yes. Yes. And, and that was completely like, well, one, it was like, it was life changing in the sense that it just like, I had to get real with myself right. about like, you're fooling yourself. You're yeah. hitting yourself. Like, stop it. You're better than this. Mm-hmm. Like you either do it or you don't. Mm-hmm. And, but it was, but for me, um, in terms of like building my audience and building my channel and building my business, that was when I came up with Mantra Mondays, which yeah. was a big series I did for I like, like, like a year and a half or something. Yeah. And it was like, I, it was just a game changer. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I, if my business relied on blogging, I would feel that exact same way, but I would never come to the internal mindset that you have and I would be screwed because like I, so like Paige yesterday was writing emails and we were like FaceTiming and Paige was like writing content and I was like, how do you do that? I have to be like in the mood to do it with yeah. like my exact cup of coffee that I need with like all these specific things. And it's so, it would, I would be so proud of myself if I could produce content when I didn't feel like it. Yeah. Like that is what puts you apart from someone who's like, oh, I'm starting a YouTube channel and I make videos when I want to. Yeah. Which is me. Well, and that was me for like a long, long time. Right. And yeah. you have to realize like you still have to reduce content even when you don't play it. But I want you to talk about that because you yeah. know. So I think for me, it's knowing that a lot of the time I won't feel like writing yeah. or mm-hmm. I won't know what I want to write. So totally. like, I have an e-course and an e-book. And when I started my ebook, had no idea what I wanted to call it. I just knew that I wanted it to be on balance. Didn't even know what I wanted to talk about. So mm-hmm. I literally got out my whiteboard, wrote the word balance in the middle, put a circle around it, put some branches out yeah. from it. And then I thought like, I love that. what I things do I want to, what things do I want to talk about about balance? And I was like, okay, balance in finances, relationships, spirituality, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Wrote all those things down, circled them, put branches out from them. <laughs> And thought, okay, so relationships. Cute. Like, I'm what do so I want to talk cute. about in relationships? I need to be more like Paige. God, <laughs> literally. <laughs> we have this kind of side 
know. I was like, I want to be a more clean person. And he just like, yeah, or Amy was like, you have to visualize yourself being clean. I was like, I just picture myself being beige. So it's not going to work for me. Okay, great. So my purpose in this is if you don't know what the heck you're doing in the beginning, mm-hmm. just like write down something. For yes. me, it was just one word. And then I knew, okay, if I don't schedule in some time to write this book, like mm-hmm. I'm never going to write it. So yes. I told Pray, my yes. <laughs> and it didn't matter if I was in the mood. Every single yes. Friday, yep, yep. I blocked off my schedule on Friday, and every single Friday, I had to get out of the house, go to a coffee shop, yes. and I had to write 500 words. That was Whoa. it. So I would go to a coffee That's shop real. and write 500 words, and I wouldn't edit any of them because mm-hmm. I knew if I started editing, I would start like second guessing yes. everything. So I just waited until I had like everything that was on my little map mm-hmm. that I had written out done, <laughs> and then I went through and edited That's things so and added funny. things. And then it just, like, happened, and at the end, I was like, cool, I'll just, like, call it Finding Balance. But, like, I would have never known that that name until Mm -hmm. I had, like, written everything. Yes. This is making me think of one of your questions on your happy list, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is, like, what, like, what do you not do, what do you do that makes you happy not now, but later? Later, yes, yes. And, like, that was a thing for me with videos, was Mm -hmm. that, like, on, I started noticing, finally, that, like, on days where I got my butt in the chair and hit record and edited it mm-hmm. and put it on my YouTube channel, I felt so much better about myself yes, yes. than I did like on days where I was just like, no, we'll get no. to it. And then I just like watched Netflix right. or like went out with friends or yes. whatever. Yes. So, and that's, and I would imagine for you, like being like 500 words, whether you're into it mm-hmm. or not, like so good you, you feel better. That's how everyone feels so about the gym great. and so we can all relate because we all know what yes. it feels like. Yes. And you don't want to go to the gym and the times you make yourself, you're like, well, yeah, so proud of myself. It's exactly like so that. the same thing. Yes. It's totally. so the same thing. And you have to like be, you have to push yourself to get to that point and realize that you're going to put something like whatever you put down is better than nothing. Mm-hmm. And you can perfect that. You can put the clay mm-hmm. on the table and then perfect that from later, right. but you have to do something. And I was thinking about one of you guys, you were talking about like equipment in the beginning. And, um, I was thinking about like the first camera I had and I remember like, it wasn't like a full frame, which is like a, the professional like level camera and just like whatever I could get my hands on is all I wanted to use. And when people now are like, what kind of camera do you have? Do I need to get that to be professional? And I'm like, you should have seen what I started out with. Like, Mm -hmm. no, you just need to get the most basic stuff and that'll so teach you to rely on yourself for like what I'm doing. Right. So not being like, well, I have a super nice camera. Of course I can take nice photos because that's not a guarantee to get a nice camera. Um, so like I'm producing these nice photos, like regardless of the equipment that I have. Um, and I think that taught me so, so much. If somebody would just hand me like the most perfect million dollar camera, I wouldn't have learned because I wouldn't have known how to like, like use it or manipulate the settings, et cetera. Cause the camera would have just been doing it for me. Not that my camera does it for me now, but you know what I mean? Um, and so when I see people like, oh, I would like to be a professional photographer, but I only have like a Canon T5i. I'm like, Google somebody who's making a whole living on a point and shoot because right. people do that. Right, right. Exactly. It's so a thing. Um, and that can be applied to anything. Like you started your thing on Tumblr. Like people mm-hmm. are starting their thing. It, you just have to do the work. Like you just have to start. You just have to start. Okay. You do something. And not stop. And yes. not stop. But for real, <laughs> start and don't yes. stop. Yes. And like it will be done. Like you mm-hmm. will do it. If mm-hmm. you just start and not stop. This is like the most basic thing ever. But isn't that true? That's true for everything. Yes. That's true when for everything. When I was everything. nervous to go to my coaching school and stop nursing, I just told myself like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to start it and I'm not going to stop until <laughs> like I am a coach because then like I have nothing to worry about. Like I will be a coach one day right. because I won't stop until I get there. Yeah. Right. Yes. And that was the most helpful mindset because mm-hmm. it crowded out all the things thinking like, what if I can't do it? It was like, sure, it's going to be really hard. And yeah, like, I'm yeah. going to have like so many challenges, but I'm just going to like keep going. Do you have a thought? Yes. Well, I had a thought. Yes. This reminds me of, also I'm getting so inspired. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> but like, 
how like even in like in the beginning I was talking about how with the fire starter sessions mm-hmm. which is a great book on defining success for yourself Danielle by Laporte. Danielle Laporte <laughs> like I should get out of the seat <laughs> I just tell everybody to buy her book but I um this past summer I reread that and I had all these notes in the margins and this was before I started my coaching practice mm-hmm. and I had written down like the, like the smallest goals. Like, like I want to have three clients. Like I was like, I want to have three clients who will pay me like $30 an hour or something like that. And you wrote them in the margins. You were yeah. like, these are not I was really. like, these aren't even really, like I was like taking prompts from the book. But I remember writing those and being like, that'll never happen. Like that might, like, I don't have a coaching practice at all. Uh-huh. And we were talking about how it's like, even like setting a goal for yourself, even it's like, I will be a coach someday or I will have four clients someday Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. like I'll have a website eventually. Like I had so much resistance to saying things like that because Mm -hmm. I was so freaked out and I didn't know if it would happen or not, Mm -hmm. but it's amazing then to think back and be like, I can't believe that there was a time where I really didn't think I could have three clients. Yes. My ex- always example of that is like having an office because I just remember yes. so specifically how I felt when I wrote that goal down. Like I said it a million times, all the qualifiers in the world, maybe, maybe someday in the future. I don't know. Maybe I don't really know. And I felt dumb. Like that's just what I felt. I was like, who am I to think that I could ever have Absolutely. an office one day? Like that's, that is exactly how I felt. And I was like, almost like looking around. I was at Cruzberg, like, oh my God, I don't know what you like. <laughs> right. um, and that was just November of 2002. 12 and then I had an office in March mm-hmm. and like it just I like I don't know what the hell the power is I'm mm-hmm. writing stuff down mm-hmm. but it's like if you're the kind of person who has those goals you're the kind of person who can reach those goals oh so sweet that that was that a thing that I don't know thing? but let's like, copyright like, that right that now is Instagram. Oh, so good <laughs> you know what I find so interesting though is you would think that if we've had the experience of writing those goals down like I want to get three clients or I want to why get don't we keep office, doing it like that we would be like oh you know what like when you write something down you feel nervous but then like it comes to yes. you, so go ahead and keep doing it but like the bigger the goals get the more you're like oh my probably god not. Not. but like we have all of this evidence that yes. if you just like dream a little bit bigger than you're comfortable with yes. and then like you Seriously. go for it it happens yes so it's so funny that it's also scary to like it's, set goals is that so funny and like you yeah. say you say bigger dreams but it's just bigger than where you are now. Exactly. It's just like yeah. dreams of four are bigger just than where they were now. Incremental exactly. upgrades. Exactly. That's, right. that's what the whole thing is, is incremental upgrades. That's exactly what it is. Like just, you need to take it step by step. And we were saying earlier about like, keep going and don't stop. And my thing with that was like, you have to, I always say this, like ignore readership. Like when people are talking about blogging, I'm like, just ignore everything else and just keep going. Right. Like don't pay attention. I mean, don't pay attention to feedback is a whole different thing, but don't be like, I don't have any lines. I'm never going to get there. Right. Like just keep going with it and just ignore everything else and keep going. Um, which is like, I just kept taking pictures all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. And that's where, that's how people started coming to me. If I would have stopped, I've taken one picture and been like, okay, who wants to buy it from me? And then I wouldn't have done it. And then like nobody bought it. And then you're like, see, I saw Exactly. Like you can't do that. You just have to keep making, keep making, keep making. And with that, like you will improve and you'll get better and all these different things. Um, and then it starts becoming an identity thing. I remember when like someone was like, you have to start calling yourself a photographer. And I was like, I don't know if I can do that. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I can go out to the world and be like, my name is Asia, the photographer. Yeah. And then That's I remember like one of those like happy nostalgic moments is when I started like really identifying as a photographer, even though like my skill like objectively was not good. Mm-hmm. I remember like that was a huge difference for me when I was so like, I'm a photographer. Cool. It's so fun. I really, really enjoyed like, and I, it really came to my own and I started just like, 
act and you don't act like a photographer, but you on like shoots, I felt like one and I felt like I was like, that is, that is not who I am. And that felt so good. So good. I had a mentor teach me the exact same thing. I went to visit her in San Francisco and I was still nannying like most of the time, most of my hours in the week I was nannying. And then I was health coaching like five or six hours a week mm-hmm. or something like that. And I went to San Francisco and she was introducing me to a ton of, you just are introducing yourself all the time there, I feel like. And I kept <laughs> telling people like, oh, I'm a nanny and I love my kids and it's so fun. And then I do health coaching on the side. Like, <laughs> like, I didn't want to talk yeah. about it. And I remember she pulled me aside. She's like 35, 40 years older than me. Mm-hmm. And Older she, than you? Older than me. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. And she was mentoring me. <laughs> she's oh, <eight>. shit. <laughs> she's I thought you were going to say she's 35 or 40 and no. she's older. And I was like, okay, no. great. Love it. So cool. She's older so than me. And she said, this is a lesson that I had to learn when I was younger. Yeah. And she said, I want to challenge you for the rest of this trip to start introducing yourself Mm -hmm. as a health coach and not to be afraid of that. And that night she had like a home group from her church come over. So there was like 30 people in her house who were asking (laughs) me what I did. And I had to say like, I'm a health coach. And knowing that they would say, what does that mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, what do you do? And yeah. so I had to be uncomfortable and practice all night saying that. From that day yes. forward, though, I never called myself a nanny again. Yes, that's I so great. Told people that Were I was you still a nanny? Yes. Yes, exactly. Yes. But you have to. But say, I just like, started like owning it uh-huh. and feeling like I am a coach, so I have totally. to just say that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like it was you, terrifying. But like, though. it's a huge internal shift. Yeah. Like you were saying, with like your game changing shift being internal, which like. You guys are just so strong mentally. All my internal shifts were other people doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Um, but that is like, it is, that is a game changer. And like, it, you, it, even if it's like a side thing, it doesn't matter. Like that is what you want to identify as. And it'll like really, really change that set for you. Um, game changing things for me were more like events, et cetera, that I did. Like when I did my first fall photo off, game changer. Like before fall photo off, like yes, I was a photographer, but I didn't have anything with the sororities or anything. Mm-hmm. And then that one event, and at the time I had no idea that it was going to be a big deal. How did you, you know? get the idea for that? A pure brilliance. I literally it's don't like, know. Like lightning bolts of things. Yes. Like you're like, oh, so great. It's, I'm going to do that. Weird? But I didn't magic. know it at the time. So like it right now, it's, yeah. yes, it's big magic. Liz Gilbert, big magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Write that down. Um, but like you. if right now you're like, you're sitting here and you're like, oh my God, well, I've never had lightning bolt come to me. Yes, like, you have. Yes, you have. I'll call you BS. And you don't. Like I didn't know it at the time. No. It was it was it was so incremental at the time when I was going through it. Like I remember I hired an assistant and she was in a sorority and I'm not sure if I was like, you know, I shot through sororities and then why I made this whole thing. I didn't have a name. Fall Flow Off did mm-hmm. not have mm-hmm. a name in the beginning mm-hmm. for like two, almost two years. Alex Speeden again who was like, you need to make this a thing. Um thank God Alex Speeden. Um and that was like such a game changer, but I didn't know it at the time. But I, if I would have been like, Oh crap, like this isn't working. It's not what I thought it was going to be. Don't ever do it again. Like now photo has, is my, is my business. Like my whole business is based on that. And if I hadn't done it, cause I was paying attention to like the feedback from it, then I, it wouldn't have gone anywhere. So like just kept doing it year after year. And like, literally it is the foundation of my business now. Um, but I didn't know it was like such a new until later. So you just have to keep going with it. I so feel cool. that way when I think about, um, single and slaying it, which yeah. is my group coaching program for single women. Um, those words single and slang it mm-hmm. I literally had them like written down in a random notebook mm-hmm. for like a year and a half oh and originally oh it was a video series I was gonna do oh, called okay. single and slang it and then I kept like putting it off and putting it off because it just like it, not because I was like oh I don't know but it just yeah. didn't feel right like right. I was like I have other things I want to do more but like these words I was just like I love these words single mm-hmm. and slang it I love it I love it I love it and then when I was doing 
when I started designing my group program, I like was driving myself crazy about mm-hmm. what to call it because that's the worst part of everything is like trying to figure Gosh, out what it is. Yes. And Jen Carrington was helping me with it and and I remembered like, oh, those words. Like mm-hmm. I love that phrase. Mm-hmm. Like that and I remember telling Jen about it and being like, but it was gonna be a video series. Yeah, yeah. Like and now I can't believe that I like didn't realize right then and there, like, oh, this is gonna be like a group program right, that I'm right. gonna run. But it is like but I just knew that I liked that phrase. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you just knew like you liked you were gonna shoot sorority. Yes, yes, like, yes. And it's just like it is like some sort of like and you know, that's like a big another big magic thing. And like really paying attention and honoring that and not like, like trusting letting it go and just trusting, trusting it. it. Yeah. For that's so sure. hard to do in the moment. It's like, so hard. Why is it so hard? I don't know. But you have to like but like trust us and I wish like I could trust myself in the future, et cetera. <laughs> um being like, just do it. Just do it. I'm, I'm just like, so, so inspired for I'm, I'm, so I'm like inspired. I'm gonna go home and write a new goal for finally free yes. and just be like, Yeah, I'm gonna write it down. That's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Like yeah. I'm just gonna yeah. play. Like, have fun. Down play with powerful. your business. Like have fun. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Because like that's how we started and that's like we <laughs> I had like a moment and I feel like this is so obvious, but like whatever you did in the beginning is how we got to where we are now. Like all of those like crazy things that we didn't feel like were very good or were making mistakes or were really struggle. That's how we got to where we are now. And I would love to be where I am now with like my e-course and with all that other stuff. And so if I can go through the same process, which was just have fun with it and just do it and keep doing it. Like you can like repeat that same process. Right. Like, even when we look back, we're like, Oh my gosh. That's um, so just to repeat the same process. I mean, I'm going through this like e-course thing and I am just so on the same things I was caught on before, but kind of giving myself permission to be okay with that. Yeah. And then, like, what did I do with photography? I just kept going, mm-hmm. and I need to do that with the mm-hmm. course. So I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm so happy that my day got canceled because yeah. all I want to do now is work on stuff. <gasps> I mean, I'm, yes. Do it all day. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, I, can I share, like, the beginning of Finally Free? Yes. So, um, tell us what Finally Free is first. Okay, so Finally Free is my online e course that helps women to make peace with food and ditch diets for good. So, it's basically the e course version of my six-month one-on-one coaching mm-hmm. program. So if you love to do things on your own or you love to go through it with a group of women, it's finallyfreeprogram.com. Um, and we also have a little 28-day intuitive eating mm-hmm. jumpstart course that's called Pleasure Plan. I love yes. that. So with Finally Free, um, Simi, who is now my business partner, we had connected in small ways through my blog and mm-hmm. we were like talking once a week, supporting each other through things. And um, if any of you know what Marie Forleo's B school is, mm-hmm. um, this was like kind of going on at the time that we started having like ideas for finally free. Mm-hmm. And Did you guys take B school? We didn't take B school. But she, um, yeah, mm-hmm. she, we just like saw it like buzzing around yeah. online. And I don't know if this was like at that time or if it was like way earlier. And I just mm-hmm. like had B school in my mind or what yeah. it was. But all of a sudden, <clears throat> I just had this little thought as I was working one day, like. There is no, like, B-school for, like, intuitive eating or, like, yeah. making pieces of food or nutrition. Like, mm-hmm. at the time, like, this, like, didn't exist. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. only e-courses for business. And so I called Sydney, and I was like, I kind of want to, like, do something with a partner. Like, everything I've done so far has been by myself, and I'm looking to do something with a partner. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, my gosh, this whole month, I have been thinking that I want to do something with a partner. Mm-hmm. Let's chat on Monday, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about it. Like, write down what you think, and mm-hmm. write down what I think. 
And so we wrote everything down, talked on Monday, and our notes were like basically identical. That's you crazy. Told me that, like, I still like, have them in like my little blue notebook. That's so cool. And the notes that you I wrote still that have day. everything. It's I so love, cool. I love writing things down <laughs> because then I like these, these are the things that like encourage me to keep. Yes, them. seriously. Yeah. So, anyways, like our notes were identical, and the way that we started was we just had like one little sheet of notes that had some ideas that they that weren't a big deal or anything, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and we just went with it. And we said, okay, when if we could like pick any time, when would we want to launch this? And it was like March two thousand fourteen. So then we sat down that day and just started like a draft of a timeline mm-hmm. of like what would need to happen between. Yeah now and then mm-hmm. and then Simi knew of a designer so we contacted them and they had a phone call with us mm-hmm. and I remember when the designer asked me how big my email list was I was like it's not huge mm-hmm. but it's also not small it's like pretty average and he's like okay how many people are on it I was like 174 people <laughs> and he's like okay well Paige that's actually really small <laughs> and so we're going to need to grow that oh. before you launch your course and I was like okay but the craziest thing is, when we launched the course, I think our email list, like, both mine and Simi's were maybe between 500 and 700 people. Mm-hmm. And, like, we made our huge goal that we set that year with that few people. Yeah. 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 Uh, word. I know. When you Seriously. see things online that are, like, you need to have 60,000 people, it's like, yes, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. But also, if you just have, like, 100 super engaged people. Yeah. Like, you can make and sell an email. Yeah, totally. So again, like leave room for improvement. There's yes. always time to have sixty thousand people on your email list. Yes. But for now, like just start with what you have. Mm-hmm. Start with what you have, um, exactly. And it has been like our favorite program ever. It's been that's and been a game changer for yes, you. That was a, that yes. was my game changer. Yes, finally. And I always like to bring it back. So that's a game changer because you connected with someone and you guys like yes. both put yourself out there and like made those like creative friendships. Yes. That's like where so many of my game changing moments have been. I've been with people. Like I don't think about it enough now because I feel so used to it. But like me and page probably talking about this podcast mm-hmm. we were like driving and we were like oh my god you know what should we do is like start a podcast together and blah, 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 what should we name it um and that's like how this whole thing started which is going to like now like I'm going to make an e-course and this is a whole new thing for me all because we're like well, that'd be really fun to do like a podcast together maybe one day those are the most important things like when you have a moment of you know what would be really fun if i could do this like that's yes. the thing to write down and start working on yeah. because it would be really fun and yes. you'll probably do really great at it if mm-hmm. it would be really fun yeah yeah you know? i think the struggle is like Thinking that, um, like, it's okay for me to have fun. <laughs> like, that sounds really weird, but I feel like when it comes to work, we have such association, associations with the word work, and right. that it needs to be a struggle, and that it needs to be hard, and that, like, yeah, if I'm just having fun with it, it's probably not valuable. Like, that's a yes, legitimate right. thing uh, that, like, the majority of... My heart just broke. But that's yeah. the thing, mm-hmm, right? Like, mm-hmm. and so it's, like, trusting that, like, me having fun is a good thing. Yes, like, me yes. having fun is productive. Mm-hmm. Me having meaningful conversations with my friends about things that interest us, mm-hmm. that's, like, useful yes. and a good thing. Yes. Um, the word I always think of with fun is sus- is it's sustainable. Yeah. Because if you, so like, true. don't like what you're doing, like, you're burn not going to keep doing yep. it. You're going to burn out with it. So you have to, like, really have fun with it. Energize it. Yes. It totally does. We all work with um, Jen Carrington mm-hmm. in our businesses. And this year, my goal with her, like, we hit a point where I was feeling pretty burned out at the beginning of the year. And I was talking with her about, like, when do I do my best work? Because, like, I'm so burned out. Like, I'm not – I don't have any ideas coming to me. Like, Mm -hmm. literally none. Just dry. Everything I've done is what I've done. Can't do anything else. (laughs) That kind of feeling. Mm -hmm. And as we were talking, I realized, like, 
I have, I do the best in my business and my business does the best when I'm having fun. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to let go of every other goal yes. and just focus mm-hmm. on having fun in my business and everything that. started growing again. Yes. Isn't that and insane? And all the ideas started coming again. I love that. You just like, so if you're stuck, focus on having fun. Focus on having Leave fun. And improvement. Like, yes. Just start. Start writing. Gosh, thank you for that summary. That was very <laughs> lovely. Just start with it. We are going to have to wrap up, even though this conversation can continue forever and ever and ever. <laughs> <It kind of laughs> will. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. And I hope that like hearing some of our stories and our struggles that we've had in the past and continue to have like really inspire you guys to just enjoy where you guys are right now and keep keep going with it. And then all the summary that you just gave us right now <laughs> and have a lot of fun with with what you're doing. And we're so excited to see and hear about what you're doing for the business. We are, and I, I know that I am. Every time I think about you guys as listeners I'm so excited about what you're bringing to the world because I know that you listening to this is just getting you so excited about like what you are making and the business that you're having and I'm so pumped that you're gonna be putting it out there and making it happen so thank you guys so much and let us know really quickly where we can find you they're gonna be in the show notes at biztimewithasia.com but let us know quickly um you can youtube search me amy young and you'll find my face and a million little thumbnails (laughs) or you can go to my website to read my blog and learn about how to work with me amyyoungcoaching.com and you can find me at finallyfreeprogram.com or healthyhipsthespot.com and then also over on Instagram at healthyhipsthespot. Fabulous. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye, you guys. We'll see you on the next one.